You're listening to the Let Me Ask You This podcast. The show about everything and nothing. Now, I'd like to introduce two guys that need no introduction. Because you won't know them or remember them. Here they are. Jack Ace and Schwimey. Okay, welcome to this episode of So Let Me Ask You This. What's up, Shiny? Hey, Jackie, baby. How you doing? Better than I deserve. Awesome. I'm doing pretty good. I'm drinking a little bourbon over here. A little uh, Today I'm drinking Eagle Rare. Um, I was out at a restaurant the other day, and they had a pour of Eagle Rare for 10 bucks, which is a really good price, but I was like, ah, you know, I got a bottle at home. I'm just going to go home and drink mine. Yeah. It's free. Well, not free. <laughs> it's freer. <laughs> More free. That's right. Less free. Oh, man, that's good. Um, So, uh, this past weekend was my 23rd wedding anniversary. Happy so anniversary. Thank you very much. Um, it's great when you get married in the millennium because all yeah. you have to do is look at what year it is. Like, how long am I there? What year? 20, 20, 23 years. 2023, 20, 23 years. So we went to uh, a hotel. Great wedding. A hotel downtown. Oh, thank Great you. Great wedding. Thank you. Um, went to a hotel downtown uh, to spend some time. And uh, we were walking around this area in downtown. And there, <laughs> there was this area with uh, turf on the ground, mm-hmm. right? It was a little area to walk dogs, right? Yeah. Two dog uh, poo stations where they had the trash can and the plastic bags yeah. and the sign that says, please pick off your dog. There was dog shit everywhere. 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 It was like you didn't even want to walk across this turf right. because you wouldn't be able to navigate it for all the dog shit that was there. And I'm like, <laughs> looking at my wife going, they couldn't have made it any no. easier. Unless they had like little toilets. Yeah, and, unless they hired somebody to go yes. and scoop it up. That's what they want, man. And I'm like, hey, I pay a lot the- to live here, man. <laughs> and I'm then, picking up my dog's shit too. I thought I started talking, talk, started talking to her about it, and I was like, you know what? Here's the thing: society is a system, and we all have to do our part. Yes. In order for society to function Absolutely. well, it, there's a contract. And it's yeah. an unspoken contract. And I realized. I was like, there's a lot of people out there not pulling their weight. And <laughs> you think? <laughs> yeah. I was nothing was more evident than the problem with society than in this little dog walk area. And it wasn't like a fenced off area. It was just they decided to put some turf down where there normally would be pavement for the apartments that were right yeah, there. Sure. The walk their dog. I have the decent right next, to pick up. No fence. Just a turf next to the sidewalk. I don't care where it is. If your dog shits outside, pick it up. Well, I mean, if I don't it's care your if own yard. Turf or no turf. I don't care. Well, yeah, if it's your yard. backyard, you should pick it up. But you should, you know, your front yard. You should. You don't have to do it every I gotta day. I got to get down a block. Who does not? Wait till they. Wait till they. <sighs> you know, build up a a, a good. <laughs> it's right by the mailbox. It's right by the mailbox. <laughs> Whatever. Damn, that's good bourbon. Anyways, it got me to thinking, what are some of the other ways? So, so I'm like, I, I was explaining to my wife there, my beautiful wife, who shall remain nameless, uh, that there's a lot of things wrong in society. 
No, like, I mean, you can look. <laughs> well, that's a hot sports opinion. No, I'm just saying. No, 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 no. Look, I, I, I realize that it's a system and we are all part. Everybody's a cog on the wheel, right? And there are some teeth that on this wheel or gear that are a little bit questionable, you know? Could give it any moment. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, wouldn't it be great for us to do an episode on the fragility of society? Oh, wait, we did. I just haven't published it yet. <laughs> <laughs> coming soon kids should be out this week all right <clears throat> no but I, i'm just it was really uh i was dumbstruck by this i was just like look the bags are right freaking there i mean i, I we, we understand the problem if, if you're in if you're in a hurry uh, maybe once maybe twice over the course of years should you be excused for not picking up your dog shit but i mean dude seriously it was so overwhelming. What was the, what was my that, wife took pictures of it. No, what was your standard? Well, how, how many gimmies do you get? You get uh, two over the course of three years. You get two gimmies. That's right. Where you're just in such a hurry. But you should go back and pick it up later. Yeah, why can't you go out next time and pick it up? Yeah, pick it up on your next time. Right. That's what I'm saying. You you get, you one, get one, pass. Two, one pass, one or two over the course of three yeah, years. Yeah, then it breeds. But there's a lot of people. Somebody else in the meantime comes up and says, hmm, apparently somebody, everyone somebody was taking their gimme. Their dog shit. Yeah. I'm not going to start picking up my dog shit. And, yeah. that's, and that's where it all starts to unravel. No, 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 no. And and here, here's what I would like to, to tell dog everyone shit. is that it never is okay for you to not do your part to make society okay. You know, you have got to, first of all, you got kids watching. You got to set the example. You got to tell look at your kid and say, you know what? It's not okay. I, I see all the dog shit over here, but my dog shit's getting picked up. And you go and you pick up your dog shit. That's it. I mean, it's it's easy. I, I'm not arguing with you. I mean, there are other things too. People that like to cruise the left lane. Get out of the fucking left lane unless you're passing. It is a system, folks. And it's, it's it is not for cruising. Cruise in the middle if you have to. Yeah, or the right lane. And well, then, that's where you're supposed to be. But I understand not wanting to be by the exit on the on ramps. But you got you got to you, you got to stay out of the left lane. You got to stay out of the left lane. It, it's actually dangerous. It's very dangerous because I, I watch these, and there are always going to be people who want to push the envelope of yes. what's an acceptable of course, speed. Of course, and they will start moving over to the right, which is really dangerous, mm-hmm. right? And then they start passing on the right and moving left yes. to do it, and then no, it's uh, it's I, dangerous. When I go to work in the morning, it is very early, and you have to. There are some maniacs out there. <laughs> In the morning, yeah, like, so they gl- just don't give a fuck. They're because w- they can NASCAR it down the uh, highway because there's enough. There's nobody on the road, hardly. Yeah, and uh, I just watched them do some crazy shit, man. And it's I, I just wait for the yeah the losing of the control, and there there it is, and you take out five other cars. My life is so much more enjoyable now that I don't have a commute. Oh, I, I know. Yeah. I mean, I do miss the social aspects of not going to work. Um, but yeah, I do miss commuting during the pandemic. That was really nice. Oh, I'm sure it was nice. Oh, God, it was great. Nobody on the road? Nobody. Yeah. It was fantastic. I can see that. Yeah, it's nice. It's it, Don't get me wrong. I don't have a problem with the drive. I used to enjoy, you know, listening to, used to listen to sports radio in the morning or 
a podcast or, or what have you or music or whatever, you know, so kind of just bebop my way in. So I just want to make clear I wasn't celebrating the pandemic. Okay. I'm just saying traffic was nice then. The pandemic was so amazing. <laughs> I wasn't celebrating I it. I think you might have been. A bit. <laughs> I wasn't celebrating oh, it. Oh, it was so good. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded ridiculous. Oh, okay. but okay. So the pandemic. As a societal exercise, right? I remember thinking, holy crap, we are so screwed. I was like, we're just not like we we used to be. This nation can't come together and and do what it needs to do in order. Not not that anything that we were being told. I'm not trying to say that what we were being told is correct or incorrect or anything like that. I was just saying that we will never be able to come together and do things because I had this idea in my head that. In the in the past, we had been able to do that. Like, for example, when nine eleven or nine eleven, people came together on that. Uh, World War Two, people rolled up their sleeves and got busy doing <laughs> oh, wait, some hang stuff. On. I got to dig a little further back into my memory banks. Well, I just so just I you know as intelligently yeah. somebody that's maybe not really from a, World War Two. Well, or a historian. Uh, <laughs> I have this impression, you know, you see Rosie the Riveter is a perfect example, yeah. you know, where women would go into yeah. the, the workplace sure. to help the war effort. You know, people, you get this idea there were rationing and people did without. And um, you you got this idea that, that there was an American spirit that just overcame people's maybe uh, selfishness, maybe a little bit. Yeah, I would love to be to have a time machine. Yeah, so I feel like, yeah, maybe a time machine would be helpful, but. I feel like uh, the pandemic was a good example of how we are failing as a society. Like we obviously there are going to be things that divide us and that's a counter to a a well-run society. Right. Um, So I think. Where does that come from? Where where does the divide come from? (laughs) Yeah. Um, I think there's a myriad of things that cause the divide. Right. Of course. Um, we should maybe talk about, oh wait, we did. We talked about civil discourse right. and what divides us. Um, I don't know that I want to get into that, but yes. No, 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 no. no. I wasn't yeah. getting into that. That's all part of it. You're just referencing our wonderful work. Yeah, that was, a, that, that was the first, uh, episode that we published. published. Yeah. Wasn't our first episode, but it was the one that we, when we were done recording, we're <laughs> okay, like, that, that's kind of ready to go without doing much editing. I got so, news yeah. for you. Yeah. You two didn't release the first song that they ever wrote. <laughs> oh, that's that's probably too. Yeah, as their initial. No, yeah, we got uh, we had kinks to work out, people. Mm-hmm. But I am going back and publishing some of the older episodes. So if you're looking at um, how the things are aligned, uh, if you know that civil discourse nobody, was our first episode, you're gonna shit. Nobody I, cares. Maybe. <laughs> I've had they're not idiots. They can look. Don't you have dates on these things? I've had. Yeah, I do. But I had a comment from someone who's like, "Why aren't they? I want to see the new episodes at the top." And I'm like, "Well, they're not new. They were recorded right, earlier, right, and I'm right, trying, right, right. trying to put the date on them that they, when they were recorded." <laughs> we so. need a producer. Yeah. So I feel like society is, you know, we we, we work well when There's everybody is one- in. Lo- is in a line. There's only or aligned. One, there's only one place where we can. All right, we consistently do it. Not always do it, but we consistently do it. Consistently do what? We toe the line. Everybody does. Air travel. Oh, I disagree. 
No, listen to what I'm saying, though. Okay. Hang on. Yes, there are fights. That happens over stupid shit. But what I mean as as a percentage, you know, now that okay. everybody has a phone, yeah, yeah okay, you're going to see shit that happens. Yeah. I've never been on a flight where, like, it, it, it's one of these TikTok blow-up shits, right? Right. I've never been on a flight. Like, I have how not, many planes I've not I've seen that on. either, now. So what I'm saying is we see more of that, that shit. But as a percentage... It it is like you are war- walking into like the third Reich. Like you get you get in this fucking seat. Mm-hmm. This is your seat. Right. You sit here. Your bag. You can only bring one bag. That that doesn't go. You go. You, you have to check that. No, no. Every step of the way, you cannot stand up <laughs> until we tell you to. You have to have your seatbelt on. We tell you. You have to do anything we tell you to do. You have to do it, or they will duct tape you to a seat. Yeah. That's and people are okay with that, which I've, you have to be, and I understand why. And you're thirty five thousand feet. In the, I get all that. I'm not saying, but I'm saying there because it benefits you the most by being able to travel in this manner. You have to self self govern govern yourself. Yeah. No, I I see what you're saying, but I also feel like holy shit, like. There's no idea of a line. People do shit to break the rules all the time. Like you're supposed to put one bag up and then the other bag underneath. And the people that get on first, they'll put all their shit up. And so there's no bags for the people at the back of the line. You know, it's just even the fucking airports. Like so, you, like every fucking five minutes you have a flight leaving. Why do you have the gates right on the goddamn concourse? And people backed up and they're in line to get on the plane. They're blocking the way. Move that shit out of the way. What are you talking about? Like when you're getting on a gate and people getting on and getting in line to get on the plane. Yeah. And it backs up and it starts. It always backs up into the concourse because it doesn't back up into the seating area. Right. It backs up into the concourse and you're blocking people trying to get by that way. Why are they not just why they have not come up with something better than this? Southwest has it pretty nailed down, man. No, I agree with that. Yeah. Southwest does have it nailed down. But yeah. when Southwest goes to other airports, they don't have it nailed down like that. You're thinking about in Dallas. Well, they have that same situation. If they, yeah, they've well, got their dedicated that's right. they gates. Said that's right. They have those dedicated gates. That's right. I, I, I stand uh, you know, I feel like, okay, yeah, society is a system, but it's, and, and we tow the line to a certain extent, but I also feel like the idea of cooperation goes out the door when people are traveling. You know, like they're, so I remember sitting on a plane and I'm guilty of, you know, this is when oh, we, I know. we had a little I, kid. I don't care what you're about to say. I already know you're guilty. We had a little kid and she was a lap baby at the time. So I put a diaper bag and something else up there along with my luggage. Because I, I learned early on, if you don't have, if, if you don't have to check, don't fucking check. But then I learned also. Uh, depends on how what your traveling situation is, right? If you're connecting multiple cities, it might be better for you to check, just so you don't have to lug that shit from oh, plane God, to plane. Car seats, um, especially oh, when you have kids, because there is just yeah, you're you're a freaking pack mule. So oh, check what you can early. But I did like I was on this flight, and we were in the back of the plane, and um, I'm pretty sure this was a assigned seat, so we had seats in the back, and somebody was she's. The, the stewardess was telling this guy, sorry, sir, 
you're going to have to check that bag. There is no more overhead space. And I was just like, hold on. And I jumped up and I grabbed, it's just a soft-sided diaper bag. And I shoved that in and I spread my other stuff apart so that he could get mm-hmm. his bag. And the stewardess was freaking floored that I would get out of my seat and make room for a complete stranger. She was like, oh my God. <laughs> she get a free drink? Sir, that was incredibly nice of you to do that for this stranger. I can't thank you enough. And I'm just like, what? And so I said- Can you imagine the shit they see let every me tell day? You, let me tell you what I said. <laughs> I said it out loud. I said, <laughs> hey, look at me, <clears throat> thinking of other people. No, no, now you became a dick. No, 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 no. <laughs> now you became a dick. Maybe. Yeah, that's a dick move. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. It created a movement. People were getting up out of their seats and grabbing shit that they had stuck up there that they probably should have put under the chair in front of them. All right. And, you know? You know what? And Maybe it you're a hero. No, I wouldn't say I'm a hero. It's just, I don't know. I might use hero. I was calling a spade a spade. Listen, I I did it. I'm guilty, and I realize, and I admit that I am guilty. I pulled my shit that was supposed to go under the seat in front. The of me. The dramatic music start, and the camera went from one saying, passenger listen, to the I, next one down the aisle. She was gushing about something and, she didn't need to gush about. You know, I was just saying, look, you know what? I can think of <laughs> did, other. Did you grab the microphone? Do that thing. Let me tell you. God damn it! People. Attention, attention, people in the gangway. <laughs> I am thinking of other people. <laughs> I challenge my seat you to is, do the same. My seat is 47B, and I'm accepting drinks. Thank you. <laughs> Especially for you, bitch. I'm traveling with a small child, and I need alcohol. <laughs> no, I mean, that was just an example, right? Because I feel like they call a group, now, now uh, seating group B, and just people... Flood to the, and I'm like, yo, let's have a little order here, you know? Now you know how cattle feel. Uh, Truly, truly. (laughs) And then you see the people with business, you know, I understand. They're fucking worn down by business travel, so they they carry on every fucking thing, garment Mm. bag, laptop bag, suitcase, and they throw all that shit up in the bin. And that, you know, understand. These people, they spend a lot of time on the road. I cut them a break. That's there was a commercial one time that I thought really um, did a good job of exposing the glamours of business travel. This guy, he's like, uh, he's trying to catch a cab, can't get a cab. Like he like hails a cab, the guy pulls over, and somebody else runs mm-hmm. up and gets in it. Um, then they show him later on trying to get in his hotel room, scanning the key, yeah, and it doesn't know. work. Um, God, how many times that happened? Then they show him sitting on the edge of the bed, eating out of a to-go uh, to container. You know, eat, eat yeah, he's been there, done that. And then he's back at the airport, and it's and he's looking at the the uh, the thing where it says flights canceled. delayed, no, can, flights right. canceled. Yeah. You know, and then it's the worst. then he looks over, and his daughter is sitting next to him. She says, "Hey, daddy." How oh, you? the points. Yeah, no, no. I, I think it was a cell a cell commercial or something. She's like, a "What? Hey, daddy, how you doing?" Oh, on the phone. And then oh. when you turn back to him, he's on the phone talking to her. She wasn't really there. But it, you know, yeah, but he felt like it was. It was oh, like that's, that's, connecting. Yeah, I've seen that. It was good, that's and good. I was just like, "Wow, that <laughs> shows business, you the glamours of business travel." Business it travel does is suck. a beating. God, it, it is, a, is beating. a beating. God bless all of you that have to do it. I have to do it. <laughs> I I do too. And and honestly, I un, so I, I understand when you're on the road and you're like, "I gotta fucking get mine. I don't want to be here. I'm doing this for my company." Look out, I'm coming through, I'm putting my shit up in the bin, and I'm going to try and fucking relax on this plane, because I've been on the road for a week already. I understand that. Um, 
Well, and I would also suggest they're the more efficient travelers. Yes. They know what they're doing. They know exactly what they can fit. They know where it goes. Oh, my God. <laughs> you are so right. You and, are so and right. you're in their way. Like, if you're with it, when I get to the airport, because I can travel, I'm a good business traveler. Oh, yeah. I am through that T- that fully TSA line in... Oh, yeah. In... TSA pre? TSA pre? No. No? No. Dude. I know, I know how to do it. <laughs> Dude, I don't travel. I, I it would. is so worth Listen, the right, money. Okay, Listen, maybe. anybody out there that's traveling on the regular, I don't even care if it's I'm not if on it's the just for I'm not doing it. if it's just for I pleasure. But it's a five year membership, I'm, and okay, it's, it's I'm only like eighty okay. bucks, and it's so worth if, it. Well, if it's a five year membership, I will let the membership start when I need it, not when I don't need it, and then I get to the end of my membership, and not, oh, look, now I need it. Don't have to take your laptop off. You don't have to take off. I don't your travel shoes. enough. You don't have to pull out your toiletries once again. Your wife is right. Saying, You're a poor communicator because you do not listen. My wife never said I was a poor communicator. You well, not to you. Shut that up. <laughs> <laughs> you bitch. You shut the hell up. He never makes me a sandwich. Uh, <laughs> he doesn't help me get ready for a trip. We're not going back to that. That was a just, I was painting a picture. I wasn't telling the truth. Take care of my wife in more ways than one. Thank you very much. Mm. Pardon. <laughs> and, uh, bourbon's talking. I'm drinking some drinking some bourbon. Mm. Okay. So yeah, airline. Um, the uh, the the ooh, the person on a cell phone with holding one in hand has to stay on the cell phone as they wrestle with their carry on bag to get it in the overhead. They can't put the damn phone down for one second. <laughs> Does it bother you when people like I don't like it put it on speaker? Anyway. That's nuts. <laughs> and they hold it away from their head while they're talking, or it's on though. FaceTime. People do that; they just don't care anymore. And I'm like, like why would you want somebody to listen to your conversation? I don't. I am because like well, not the, only then they start yelling because they feel like they have to yell to the speakerphone. So I be, everything I know, becomes more annoying. Honestly, they can allow cellular communications. On I know, I know. a plane, and they're not doing it I, because God. there would be so many fights. There would be. I would be punching motherfuckers. Oh yeah, no, no, no! Don't ever let them. No, happen I wouldn't plane. do that. But I would. Uh, no, no. Talk to you them. can punch them if they do that. You could punch them. What? All right, wait. Oh, you threw me off, you son of a bitch! You, the person say? cell phone putting the luggage. Yeah, but that. Yeah, but then you made, then you changed the topic, and I thought of another good one. Oh, then I said they were talking on the speakerphone, oh. facetiming. Yes. I I don't understand that whole piece of it because when I'm on the phone in general, I'm like whispering like like I don't want you to hear anything I'm saying to the person on the other end of the phone because I know I have people all around me. It's none of their goddamn business. So if I'm doing that with my side, why would I want them yelling back at me on a speakerphone? Because we are coaching people. There are commercials like there's this commercial for some social media or some app or something that are telling people to live out loud. No, I know. Don't. <laughs> Shut was, the fuck up. That was my same reaction. I would live out loud. I was like, no. Fucking shut the hell up. That's what we should be telling people. Yeah. Shut, shut the, the fuck up. Yeah. That's what's causing all the problems. No one wants to hear. Now we're, we've come full circle. Yeah. Now we don't want you to talk anymore. <laughs> I just want you to shut the fuck up. So that's the solution to civil discourse, right? <laughs> just shut, just the fuck shut the fuck up. You know what? Listen. Just spend more time listening. Don't live out loud. Live <sighs> quietly. Live within your, in your own little sphere, and keep it quiet. We all could use the fucking peace. And quiet. That's what makes you drink, man. That's what makes 
did you drink? Okay. Yeah, I'm drinking because I'm not getting the piece. I'm, I'm <laughs> well, drinking the, liquid piece. <laughs> why, then why are you only drinking when I am it's, here? It's, it solves all your problems. It gives you courage when you need it, probably when you don't. And uh, gives you, you certainly are taking advantage of being <laughs> having the home field advantage. That's right. Today. Usually I'm the sober one. <laughs> sorry. I don't like it. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> Idiot. Mm. But don't drink and drive. That's the uh, the message. That's why I'm still so. I'm gonna drink and bake. I'm gonna bake something you after bake. the show. <laughs> I don't know. I think you're gonna it's, be pretty well baked after the show. Yeah, I'm gonna be looking at that baked drink. while I'm baking. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna make something. Yeah, we'll figure it out. See what's in the fridge. Maybe make some cookies. Cookies. Yeah. Who doesn't like a good cookie? Dude, Dude, cookie. That is my favorite dessert. Is a cookie. When you think about the I variety. Would, and a well-made cookie is just so fucking enjoyable. I'm sorry, can we get a whole episode on a cookie? We probably could. I don't know if we could. Oh, dude, on I can a cookie. Do yeah. Like, tell tell me what your favorite cookie is. What do you, I mean when you man, I've got if a you couple. had a, if you had just a choice of a myriad of cookies, it'd be, it'd be a bunch of different types of cookies. Yeah. No, but like not. But you see, like when you get uh, Tiff's treats. Oh, sorry, they may want to sponsor us because their their cookies are delicious. She's a bitch. Is she? I don't know. I, I should use her all the time. We could get they a sponsor. They were great. I always have great service with them. Anyway. They so, do make some pretty damn good cookies. And the fact do. that they're warm. Oh, so good. But, but they're, that's a, the new style, right? Of I'm gonna, those cookies. I'm going to cut my comment I'm, out. Okay. I'm just letting you know I'm going to cut that out. What? That Tiff's a bitch. <laughs> yeah, why even, would you do that? I don't know, Tiff. It, no, and it, sh- it might not even be a real person. It might not. It might be a him. In other words, yeah. <laughs> We're just assuming that Tiff is a is a female. We don't know that. I think you. I think that was very misogynist of you. You, you just assume because somebody's making cookies, it has to be a woman. How yeah. dare you? Although, on the flip side, I go you with did I go just with percentages. You were going to make cookies. So, yeah. Yeah. There you go. You were. <laughs> I guess you would. You would suggest you're in touch with your feminine side. Uh, I I like to bake. A, a misogynist. Would Let say. me tell you something. Let me tell you something about baking. It is not a... It's a science. It is a fucking science. Thank you. That's why I don't bake. Thank you. I like to cook. I love to cook. I don't like to bake. Because you like to... I like the, you art, to, a, I like the little, art of cooking. But you like to... Um, improvise. Not Yeah, improvise, but not be constrained. Whereas baking... No, no, no. Improvise. Well, not, I'm just trying to... I think they're well, redundant. No, no, no. <laughs> improvise, but not... I work in the redundant department of redundancy. Um, yeah, I'm just trying to say that you don't, you're not constrained by a specific scientific yeah. recipe. No, you. Hey, you I know look, what? What's in the fridge? This might be good in there. Yeah, Boop. do it all the yeah. time. No, it's good. Doesn't always work out, but usually does. My my wife makes the best meatloaf, and she usually. I, I was like, do you do you follow a recipe? She's like, nope. She goes, I put in whatever I have on hand. Yeah. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Because every time she makes it, I'm like, God damn, that's good. <laughs> I love meatloaf. I don't know why I love meatloaf so much. You're meat, you are a meat and potatoes guy. I do love a good, I, I've made smoked meatloaf on the smoker. Yeah. Oh my God. How was that? Really fucking good. So what do you I leave it in the pan? What I suggest is that you take, you, you know, whatever you're going to put in it, right? Yeah. Mix it up. Put it in Some like line works. line your um your pan with like a uh, parchment paper or yeah. cellophane or something like that. 
and then put it in the refrigerator, right? Mm-hmm. And let it sit overnight. And then when you're ready to cook it, take it out and it's going to stay formed. And then you and then, unwrap it. You take it out of the pan and you unwrap it. It's, and it's nice and cold and firm. It's going to stay in that loaf shape while you put it on the smoker, right? And then you just put it on the grill? Uh, or do you put it in the pan? I usually put it on a like a cookie sheet. So okay. the smoke still is yeah. going to hit it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it gets a be- beautiful bark all over and it, the side. And it holds shape. Yes. Okay. I'll give that a shot. Fan freaking What kind of smoke test. do you use? Uh, depends on what you like. I usually like, I use a lot of oak. Okay. Oak can be a little acidic at times, yeah. but um, any like fruit wood is good. I like pecan is very good. Yeah, I like pecan. Yeah. Um, go with pecan then. You won't you won't be disappointed. Okay. And just it is it is delicious. Oh, I can't wait to And it's it. like it's like a poor man's brisket. And it's and it eats like brisket. I mean it's you'll have this. What night. temperature do you do it at? I do I cook it very similarly to um the way I do a brisket. And you don't it doesn't have to uh to get to a you know, like two hundred like you would on a brisket because you'll dry it out, but the other thing about the cookie sheet is that it sits there and it's juices. Yeah. It's nice. So are you gonna give me a temperature? Uh no. <laughs> like one eighty? Um you'd probably be very you'd probably be It seems I a little would, low. No, dude. Beef beef is you can do beef at one twenty five. Like okay. a steak. Yeah. You can pull a steak off at one twenty five. Yeah, I would go probably around one fifty, one sixty. Um once you get a good bark. I mean yeah, I'll just play it by ear. Okay. Um, what do you do for the bark? You, you turn the bark the up. Smoke will do it. The smoke. No, I'm saying. Oh, so wait till it's doing done doing that and then turn yeah. it down. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you'll you'll not be disappointed. I'll send you the the specs. Okay. Um, specs. I'll send the specs. Temperatures. Shit like that. <laughs> specs. Yeah. For meatloaf. Um, meat what the hell are we talking about in this episode? I, oh, society is a system. If society- good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. How did we get on meatloaf? Oh, I just... You said you're going to bake. Oh, we talking about... <laughs> yep, society baking. is doomed. Baking is a science. And it is... It's what that's... You can't... Common you can't... You can't freewheel... I didn't and, make that and, up. Um, you can't call an audible while you're baking. You got you to follow it. No, yeah, you got to follow it. Yeah. And I think that's what I appreciate. it's much more about the chemical reaction. Yeah. I think that's what I appreciate about it. No, I mean, you can like, like when I'm making cookies. Wait, wait, wait. Like one of my favorite cookies that I've made is a, I, instead of. I'm going to challenge you on something. Oatmeal with butterscotch chips and cherries. I made this up. I don't know what you call it, but I just said, I want, I want, I like the idea of a chocolate chip oatmeal cookie, but sometimes I'm not in the mood for chocolate. So I threw butterscotch chips in there and i was like well raisins really don't go with butterscotch so i tried cherries oh my god dude best fucking cookie i've ever had okay i think i'm gonna make one challenge to you okay and then i think we should close this episode all right <laughs> maybe we'll see when you mentioned the fact that that's what you like about baking is the the chemistry aspect of it and that's what you appreciate about it yeah that was your statement Mm-hmm. Am I correct? Okay. I would like to challenge that statement in that are you really considering the science behind the ingredients as you are mixing them mixing them together at the correct measurements for oh, yeah. this amazing science to take place? Are you thinking about the individual chemical reactions? Yeah, for sure. How the 
electrons are binding. Yes, absolutely. And and it's also you learn these specific techniques. Like I'll give you pizza dough for an example, right? Okay. You have to fucking prove your pizza dough. No, I know that. I'm, but no, I'm no, saying- but, but pe- maybe people don't know that. You have to prove it. And then you may need to punch it down and let it proof back up again. Mm-hmm. If you're not giving the dough the time to rise, then you're when you stretch that pizza dough out to make your pizza, it's yeah. going to snap right back in. Yep. You've got to allow that chemical reaction to happen yep. and that dough to soften and the, the gluten to do its work, right? Otherwise, you're not, you're going to, you're going to have terrible, chewy pizza dough. Uh, that is very true. Yeah. I like what you're saying. Yeah, man. I know. I, you know you what? Are, I didn't know you were a baker. I, I appreciate the nuances of both baking and language. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I'm doing a podcast. Hey, I think we've uh, kind of run the course here. Uh, we wanted to talk about society and how it's a system. Let me just close off by saying, pick up your fucking dog shit. Yeah. And, and, and get you, off the phone when you're on a plane. Yep. <laughs> That's it. To help people when they need it. Don't, That's be a, right. don't be a douche. And let your pizza everybody, dough proof. Everybody's having a bad day sometimes. That's right. Everybody has their own reality. Just be... Everybody's fighting their demons. Yeah. yeah. Everybody. And also... <laughs> speak good of yourself when you look in the mirror yes the warrior within hears that shit and is weakened by it so be good to yourselves all right thank you sensei hey you guys be good we'll see you next time when we talk about something something peace we'll talk about some things no not peace i was saying peace peace out <laughs> Bye. you've been listening to the let me ask you this podcast Tune in next time to hear the boys talk shit about some stuff. Talk to you soon.